my name is Brandi Hofer. I'm your host. Thank you so much for being here today. I sure do appreciate just a little bit of your time. I have some really exciting news and I kind of dropped some hints earlier. I know in some other podcasts, I don't know if I ever revealed the secret, um, but I think I sang like a song made you guess. That sounds like me. Um, I didn't want to say anything until everything was booked. And of course, life happens, so hopefully it happens. But I am going to New York. Um, I've been to New York as a student, uh, and we toured every museum and gallery that we could. But this time, I've been invited by PXP Contemporary Gallery uh, as part of the Affordable Art Fair in September. So the busiest time ever, of course, I got invited to do something freaking major and uh, I had to say yes. (laughs) So um, I'm really, really grateful and excited for this opportunity and to be so thankful to PXP Contemporary Gallery um, for this opportunity. Um, We have three pieces going from our Taylor collection, which opened in the spring. Um, So yeah, and I'm going to, and I'm staying in Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, yeah, by the Metropolitan, whatever, Pavilion, whatever it's called in New York, and it will be really fun. I get to finally meet uh, some of the women and amazing creatives that I've been talking to for like years and working with, and now I get to meet them in person. Um, It's so scary. Um because I've been like sitting behind a computer screen and or in front of this podcast mic for so long it's hard to like and then of course being in with my children in my home for so long it's it's scary being ripped away uh and going really far um but it's an amazing opportunity and I can't freaking wait (laughs) So I'll talk about it more soon, Um, but I want to talk about the podcast today. We have Carmen Mardones on, um, and speaking of taking really brave leaps, uh, she moved all the way from Chile to LA in in pursuing her passion um, uh, and shifting from one career to being a full-time artist. And not only did she take that brave leap, but she did so in the throes of becoming a new mother and moving to a new country. And so laying down roots and then um, getting through trying times. Uh, and we talk about our day-to-day life and and all of that. And you can find Carmen actually in her really cool process, her artwork. I've never seen anything like it. And um, so it's a really time-consuming process. Uh, so find her at Desperado on Instagram, D-E-S-B-O-R-A-D-O, um, because she'll be like playing checkers with her son slash embroidering these giant installation sort of pieces, and they're so freaking cool. Um, and I love chatting with her, and I always love watching what she's up to. Um, yeah, so check that out and enjoy. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, it's it's such a treat to um, sit down with other creative um, mothers and, you know, someone who sees what you do and sees it's all well, the beauty in it, but also like the there are a few struggles. <laughs> yes, a few. 
<laughs> yeah, some hardships. I think it's like all about balance. But um, I think what the best thing is to do is is try to ch- shift your perspective and like find gratitude wherever you can. Of yeah. course, like yeah. you know, how lucky are we able to include or have this passionate career and gift and share that with our children like that's the cool part like not all kids have that in their homes and in fact I talked about that with someone this morning Mm -hmm. um was clearly my face is all red at my appointment my micro needling um I we were talking about just that she's like oh that must be great for your kids to like have that space and it is but now they like don't think it's that cool because they live with me so yeah it's that whole thing where they're like meh yeah it is like real life for them like yeah routines so what we can pour paint everywhere whenever we want doesn't everyone do that yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah the same here with my son yeah and how old is your son he's four and a half years old Mm, what an age yeah oof (laughs) <laughs> is he passionate and is he like you know yeah yeah, yeah. he's really passionate and we actually yeah <laughs> we were discussing last night because I'm working in this piece behind me and so he asked me for a needle because he wanted to help so I I allowed him but I said that he has to follow my palette so he can pick the colors that he wants because it's my piece <laughs> and he's been my assistant and he was like, hey, I'm an artist too. And I was like, yeah, but this is my piece. So you are an assistant here. And he was like, ah, like so disappointed to be to have to be the assistant and not the artist. Like, you are surrounded by hoops and fabrics that you can embroider by yourself. So go and pick one of those if you want to. Oh, mom, yours looks good. Let me just add some black and blue and green and it needs a little something else right (laughs) yeah so he's like super proud to be my assistant but sometimes he's like annoyed because that (laughs) yeah yeah you have to find like some like common creative ground and where it like fits I I actually cannot so I have this piece here behind me and if you see the wall beside it I can't believe that has not entered into that like exactly that, that has never happened I don't know I never said don't touch that or don't do it. They just like noticed that I was create or got the feeling that I was like creating something for myself. Like they did help with the backdrop, like underpainting. Yeah. But, like, cause I love their, the magic accidents kind of. And like their, I love that flow because mm-hmm. they combine colors that I would never combine. Like, yeah yeah ever <laughs> like mm-hmm. let's pour some red but also green but also brown and yellow and like yeah, it's just yeah. like these weird colors that are like amazing because no like nor no working artist would ever combine these colors <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they were thinking about it yeah. right actually like, it happens to me here too because i prepare my my threads before like i use I use like sewing machine threads, but before, mm-hmm. because it's too thin, so I like mix the colors before. So sometimes it's like just one color, but like thicker. 
but other time I mix the colors so I I can prepare like different you know like oh um, wow this one has like pink light purple dark purple so and so it's like a surprise when it all comes together and or if you get really close yeah exactly and it it's allowed me to have like those colors transition like more smoothly but Mm. so Juan can also like mix colors when I'm mixing so he can like pick red green yellow and make his own colors so yeah and it's really fun to see that like yeah what it ends happening it's like an un, like there there's no fear it's uninhibited expression yeah 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 and, and so that's kind of beaten out of us mm-hmm. right like did you go through like formal education like just like elementary school high school mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well most of us do unless I guess your parents were rolling in dough and sent you to some fancy whatever yeah <laughs> that, that never happened to me <laughs> yeah so that environment like for our children, it's just like there and, and set up and like always oh, an option for people to to express themselves. And I think um, coming out of like a, a standard education, it's like you have to work to create or yeah. make the conscious decision yeah. to connect to that part of yourself again. And unfortunately, I think it doesn't happen um, for most people, unless they're, of course, like, I'm an artist, and I want, I love this, and I want a career, or they're, like, retired, and they're, like, you know, I've loved painting my whole life, and now I'm 65, and I'm gonna paint, like, you know, it's, it's really sad. Yeah, yeah. Is your son in school? He's at preschool, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, he's going to an, he's, I mean, it's like a, I don't know, it's not that day. Yeah, it's like preschool daycare or something like that. I mean, it's not pretty much daycare preschool. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. So, but the place is amazing. So they play oh. outside the whole day. They have tables where where they can like experiment with uh, colors or whatever. Mm. That's a lot of fun, and it's oh, not so it's like a nature. Like they like are really focused on outdoor time. I mean, yeah. Before COVID, they they used to do a lot of the activities outside, but now with COVID, they are doing most of them like outside, even when it's raining. And oh, amazing! It's having like this time in life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love when you know, and I don't know about you, but I love having like really active young boys because I would never go outside this much like I wouldn't be like okay let's head out for three hours and see what we can find yeah yeah I love that because it really is like food for the soul and it is the best thing ever for you you sleep better you're in a better mood Mm -hmm. you're healthier like all over yeah physically mentally um and I think that's one of the greater gifts that kind of came out of COVID was like the shift in, you know, how people want to learn and not waste time anymore, just doing the thing that we're always expected to do and not question it. But um, I was at a meeting yesterday with our public school system because we're starting an art academy. Oh, yeah. I know about that. Sounds like crazy. I never thought my life would lead here, but it did. And I'm so excited and grateful. And and he's like, yeah, a lot of like the learning we're shifting to outside. And and I just think I remember uh, 
because I live by the school, so we walk around and they were having band practice outside and it was just like so distracting for the kids. And then Teddy rolled through the middle of the band practice on his bike. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry! Sorry! <laughs> and like the teacher was like keeping like a solid, I was like, how is he not laughing right now? Like that's just like blasted through your band practice. Yeah. You're probably like, oh, this is the worst idea of all time. Yeah. Which is this? And did you already start with the academy? Like no, so we're just in the stages of like I just toured the facilities yesterday for the first time. It's an exciting step to like physically visualize, you know, where the kids are gonna enter and how we're going to use the space to create and which is the best space for that. So, um, and of course, my plan is to be outside as much as possible, but we're, it's minus like 37 in the wind chill yeah. today, that's Celsius, so yeah. we can't be outside. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> no. Um, I had my running gear on this morning and then I saw the direction of the wind and the snow blowing like vertically. I was like, oh, I think I'll bike inside today. Yeah. <laughs> If you're looking for some time for yourself to relax, release, and unwind, Oasis has the perfect space for you. They offer yoga and spin classes of all levels. Whether you are a beginner or advanced student, Oasis thrives on accommodating all aspects of the practice. Let their serene environment and gracious staff help you in your journey of peace, healing, and strength. Sign up online at www.oasishotyogastudio.com or by downloading the Oasis Hot Yoga Studio app. Feel like yourself. You deserve it. Um, so you one year, one whole year to organize everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, well... We, I met with them last spring, uh, 2021, and they were just like, we heard what you said to so-and-so, and we agree, we think our school system needs an art academy. So it literally started with them booking a custom artwork through, because I do a lot of custom artwork, and yeah. so the school system wanted this like piece for retirees, and so I made this, and um a teacher who teaches there uh we were talking about in the neighborhood that afternoon about how they have a hockey academy and then then they're starting this next academy and I was like why don't they have an art academy like if you think about life and how applicable creativity is in the like if we're talking about job market etc like yeah those skills are valued but then you go on to like how important is creativity in developing De like uh it develops emotional intelligence and like it's so far beyond so i had this conversation so then i told the woman who picked up the artwork how important art was to children and that they should have an art academy and she's like you're right that we should have an art academy i was like yes you go ahead and do that go get that going and yeah. then the next thing you know the head person was like uh brandy i'd like to set up a meeting with you about starting the art academy <laughs> what that's how it just happened. And you're in charge because it yeah, was. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, let's get you going. And you know, I always, there were so many 
hurdles for me with like being a teacher or anything because I never quite fit into that system like we talked about the system yeah. of education and the the structures and with which that works or you know and this is somehow I found my way through talking and whatever led to this point I'm really excited to be that person who inspires someone to go on and like yeah. choose to be an artist or integrate it into their life long story very short it's happening and you just it's like sometimes you just have to embrace like what the universe is telling you yeah right Definitely. and I won't be giving up my practice it's two days a week to you know get this going and and so it, I think it'll be a beautiful balance and and more important than just me and my personal practice this is like directly affecting my community yeah yeah so and I'm really honored your kids are going to the same school yeah well, that's yeah even so I'll literally get to walk home with them yeah so it that's fits into cool. my life beautifully but I, I talk a lot. I want to talk about you because I really admire your work and just like you're so unique and and it also shows in your process too. Like I've never seen work like yours. Would it be classified as like fiber art? Like where did it start and like what kind of materials and how did it like, did they like, were they smaller and they just like expanded or did you always work large? Like I have a lot of questions. Talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, sure, I can start and then just interrupt me and ask more questions if you have. So um, I'm from Chile. I moved to Los Angeles like four years ago when when Juan has like was one month old. So it was hard. But before we moved to uh, Los Angeles, we we live in Chile, and I was working in public politics. Um, I studied history and had a master in community psychology. So I was working in those kind of fields. And mm -hmm. I started embroidery again because I learned when I was a kid. Uh, I restart embroidery when I was uh, writing my master thesis because I was like overwhelmed, like too much rain. So I started again like embroidering. And they were like big size, not not as big as, as these ones, but um, one meter per one meter or something like that. Like mm, big enough. Big, yeah. yeah. So when my partner was accepted at UCLA for a, a PhD and, and we realized at the same time that I was pregnant. Um, oh, no. <laughs> was Perfect. Like, Together, like, perfect timing. The baby was for the end of August, and Pablo has to be in Los Angeles the third week of September. So it was like oh. everything happening at the same time. And my plan before I knew that I was uh, pregnant was to keep working in public politics, uh, and of course, like. Uh, learning more English and when I realized that I was pregnant so probably not be able to work in the same field in that's in Chile because I didn't want to have my kid the whole day at the daycare mm -hmm. one because I didn't want to but second because we, we didn't have the budget and here we don't have family so it was like a lot like in my shoulders so yeah. I decided to become an artist like that was the 
I was embroidering in Chile, but just as a hobby, but I really like it. So I decided to get a chance to see if, if it works like in the art world. So I moved here with my threads and my baby, and I've been embroidering the last four and a half years here. At the When I moved here at the beginning, I was like, embroidering in a small size like more like the traditional size because I always have like one in in my arms or like with the ergo baby or whatever so it was easy to have like a small canvas um but but when he started growing um so and start like crawling or walking it was I think that it was harder to keep the size because he always tried, he was like touching and he was like pulling the thread. So then is when I decided to get back to a big canvas and a really freestyle uh, stitches. So if he pulled the threads, that of course happening a lot, mm -hmm. uh, nothing really happens. So it's just part of it. Exactly. So my creative process is really related with his like, um, um, yeah, your life, your environment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, I didn't you. know that. Like, yeah. So you, you, your whole, your whole life, like, kind of got like, like yeah. you know, it just yeah. every. It's hard to put words, but like you would never be a full-time artist had you not, you know, been pregnant. And, and I don't want to say sidetracked because it's not a sidetrack. Like it, it shifted your whole entire being and, mm -hmm. and, you know, how you identified yourself and, and what you decided ultimately was important to you. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was like a lot of decisions and new beginnings starting at the same time because Very. I mean, like have a baby is a lot. Become an artist also a lot, but do it both of those like in a country that is not yours mm. when you don't really, I mean, like it's not your language. So even if you can communicate, it's not the same. Like because I'm, I used to feel and to talk in Spanish. Now I can speak in, in English, but I keep feeling and, you know, like, in, you still think in, in Spanish? Yeah, yeah. All the way, yeah. So I did you speak like, any I, English before you moved? Yeah, I mean, I learned a little bit, but I forced myself to talk here and, like, to watch all the movies in English and blah, blah, blah. But it yeah. was, like, a lot of uh, change and challenge all at, at the same time. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's quite a ride. <laughs> Yeah, now do you feel like you could literally survive anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um maybe. I mean <laughs> like I think that with COVID and everything, like mental health is is being a like a big uh, thing. And mm -hmm. I yeah, I started like therapy and everything last year because even though I love what I'm doing right now, like of course there are some things that you need to like smooth a little bit to, yeah, to make the whole puzzle, especially when mm -hmm. you are raising a kid, like. Mm -hmm. yeah. It can be lonely. It can be lonely in aspects. Lonely. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why like finding community is just so, so exactly. important. And yeah. 
not only just like any old community, but a community that you connect with. Exactly. Where no, exactly. others lift you up. Or mm -hmm. if you are feeling down, they put put a hand out to, you know, support you or bring you back up. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just here for you can be the most powerful sentence. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. For whatever it is you need. And yeah. I think that you're an art queen, correct? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I I really love I feel like my podcast should be called Join the Art Queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think for me, like uh, because yeah, I'm an art queen now. I mean the artist, mother artist, and uh, mm -hmm. also I have my art night lady. So I'm like through Instagram, I'm making like a lot of friends and a lot of community and it's been like so important for me this these past years like and these kind of communities have only existed for a few years yeah like, yeah yeah it's yeah. beautiful we're really lucky because I remember um just being a young female creative and just feeling so lost like mm -hmm. there is no um example of a female successful doing this like also that goes along with like how social media has expanded yeah. Um, our exposure to that uh -huh. um, like when I was in university there was no Facebook so yeah <laughs> like you know you're you're kind of it was a time where you're just learning and growing and and finally it's amazing what you can accomplish with just finding where you fit yeah yeah no and I, I think that especially if you are creating at home what is my case and I think yours too like yeah. It's more lonely because, yeah, it's different if you go to a place who a lot of artists has had their studio, so you can, like, I don't know, talk a little bit or whatever. But <laughs> if you're Anything. at home, it's like you and your practice and your kids. and Yeah. Yeah. it's It takes a lot of, and I don't want to say discipline like a bad word, but it takes a lot of, you know, consistency and, like, boundaries and, and, uh, routine yeah like yeah. finding your rhythm and routine and not being angry if you get knocked out of it yeah because yeah. that doesn't help anybody yeah. and it can easily happen like you know you're in the middle of something and you want to finish it but oh the baby's up or yeah. your child needs you know <clears throat> to connect with you in some way because they've been doing something else and now they want to hang out with you you yeah. have to like shift or that's over and now I have to clean up everything and make supper because yeah. it's four o'clock yeah. Or like it takes a lot of self-awareness. And I think what goes along with that um, is self-care. And in order to take care of others, you have to best take care of yourself. And like you said, you started therapy. So like you consciously made the effort uh, to reach out and and be aware that you needed some more support. Is there anything else that you do for self-care? Like a routine in the day or like what do you love to do besides uh, creating? <laughs> I think that for me, creating is part of my self-care, like honestly. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I mean, I decided to start like doing more sport, uh, sport this year. I was like really, because my pieces are like really big, like I using the whole body for that. Mm. But if I'm not training, like, and I don't know, like getting warm and everything, like my 
I was so much in pain the last year, like my shoulders, my arm, my butt, I don't know, everything. So I decided I'd take care of the, uh, this year. So I'm like waking up earlier and do like some exercise before Juan is awake. And also as a family, we try to go to the beach every week. Oh, that's like cloudy or yeah it's one of the amazing things of los angeles so we wake up and we go to the beach with our breakfast and we stay there until lunch or we ate lunch there so it's like for one day usually sundays we feel like we are on vacations like this oh. and enjoying the beach so that's been like really really important for us to like cut or routines especially because mm -hmm. i mean i'm working at home but my partner is doing a phd so he's like and because covid he's also working at home and phd used to not have like um free time like it's a really bad um i mean they work like the whole day the seven days and mm -hmm. usually pablo doesn't do that but the the university expect that for him so yeah it's really intense disconnected uh, or self going to the beach is really really important for us yeah mm -hmm. yeah and just like connecting again in a different environment in a different way and yeah I think we've been inside all week because of the weather and it really does get you get all kind of like why are we all fighting like it's yeah. just because you know we we've been stuck inside and not you know getting that uh, connection to ourselves and and fresh air and burning your energy like you just need to to move your body yeah. I, I know I have to like mentally I it's not about like the the bonus is the physicality of being in shape but yeah. why I, I work out 35 35 minutes probably every morning first thing I put on that outfit and I do it right away because I know if I don't my mood is like almost depressed. Yes. So I learned that when I was 14 and I pretty much been working out every morning since That's I was amazing. 14. Yeah. I use that and yeah. Yeah. It's just like, there's no like, no, I don't think you should go. I need your help. I'm like, bye. See, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm running. I'll be right back. Yeah. And you can pack your runners anywhere you go. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of yeah. cool. And, um, but I also, so I, um, for the first time in two and a half years, I'm going away for two nights. Oh, wow. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, I am. I'm best yeah. man at a wedding and I am going away. Um, and he's like, it's so hard. I'm like, I know, I feel for you. However, you leave this house every day for like seven, eight hours. Yeah. I know it's work. It's like categorized as work for here, but you're not here. And I am. And yeah. I need to go for a second. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so it'll be, and I'm going with my sister. So it's just like, it's going to be, and not with my kids. So I love them, but I need some time. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, wait. Everyone needs space. Yeah. I think too, as creative, like, you know, value, valuing that independent time. Do you work in the evenings? Usually I work the whole day. The whole I'm day. Oh, Jen wow. is at school now, so I'm working 
and then he's gonna come back for lunch. We are gonna lunch together, and after that, I'm gonna try to keep working uh, while playing with him. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're nice. and playing and embroidering. So yeah, yeah, I oh, that's nice. Like how many hours I work? Sometimes it's like four, but I think that other days it's like maybe six, eight hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really physical. Yeah, it is. For you. It is. <laughs> that's intense. It is. I, and, you know, the way your day sounds is kind of how mine used to work, but it's because one baby was sleeping and one baby was home with me, and now they've got each other, so they don't really care about me as much. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But they have a tendency to destruct or destroy whatever I, it is yes. space they're in, like mm -hmm. hard, like pouring bowls of maple syrup for themselves. That's such a can. I sound like such a Canadian. They were pouring bowls of maple syrup around. <laughs> it's true though. Like, or sometimes I'll find my son and he like got the icing sugar. I was like, how desperate are you for sugar that you went yeah. into the icing sugar poured yourself a bowl and you're eating it with your hands <laughs> oh they're so funny like not a day goes by that is boring yeah that's what I love about it are you guys thinking of having any more uh I don't um, I don't think so <laughs> you're good <laughs> I mean I grew up in a big family I'm the oldest of nine Oh, so you oh. have had your fair share of parenting then, really? Yes, yes. Like, and my youngest are 13, so my parents are still raising kids. Yeah. Um, so I love big families. I love, uh, I, I, I know that it would be great to ha want to have siblings, but at the same time, feel, feel, uh, being far away by ourselves, Mm. It's more like a mental health thing, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it'd be yeah, challenging for myself. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, well, he'll have aunts and uncles that he can play with. He doesn't yeah. need siblings. Yeah. Is well, that that must be a challenge being so yeah. far away from home. Yeah, it is. It is. It is hard. I mean, like, I don't think that people usually think about that, but if, when you are going to enroll your kid at daycare or school, they ask you for the contact numbers if something happened to you or your kid. And it's like, I let me ask someone to be like my emergency contact. Like, who is stupid is that? Or, or if I'm feeling bad or I'm sick and Pablo is sick, like we have to take care of the kid, like no matter mm -hmm. what. Like, mm -hmm there's no stop in our life like no like uh a free yeah it's like you have to make like, very yeah. good friends that are your family that's like the yeah, option for yeah. that and with COVID-19 that's a little bit exactly. of a challenge yeah it's exactly and because we are in the university village so we have amazing friends but then they leave because they finish their program so it is like uh, waves or friends uh, that you made and then they go away uh, and you have friends like everywhere. But again, you have to make new friends for new like emergency contacts. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, it really like, does take a village yeah. to raise a family. And, yeah. you know, it's it's just it's, you know, if you if you're not going through it without it, you just don't know. Like, um and and you have to be gracious when 
when you know you have a grandparent or or whatever that can come help if you are ill or well actually not anymore if you're ill you're all closed off together yeah (laughs) i don't want i didn't want i didn't be an artist in chile so it's like start again yeah yeah Yeah, that's a lot lot to think about yeah yeah yeah, it is yeah so i don't know You're probably gonna stay. It sounds like you want you like most possibly will stay, and and that's okay. And and you know if you do like move into a home somewhere, and you know you find that sense of community, and and like that can be just you know your new way of yeah. You started a life yeah. There also COVID and is changing everything because before COVID, COVID every. Even though we were like away from Chile, like eleven hours flight, it was like you can go like in for an emergency, like buy the ticket and fly there. But now it's much harder. Like mm-hmm. not every t- I mean, like the you have to do the test and if the like COVID numbers and everything. So being a, being that far is I mean it's more is further than before COVID. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's also mm-hmm. like a thing to. to I have. know my friend um, Kim. He's my videographer, but we're also very good family friends. They, he and his wife, immigrated from the Philippines, and I was like, "Why did you choose here? Like, that's you know, it's very polar opposite of where yeah. you are." And he said, "The opportunity of where we live is." it like basically it looks good on paper he's like our 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 country was like not safe it was not safe to stay it was not safe to raise a family it was like you know there's so much to start and we don't care that it's fucking cold yeah <laughs> like yeah. that that doesn't overpower the fact that you know we can be safe and we can um raise our family and put our roots down s- somewhere else Yes, yeah. our family is not there, but um, that outweighs that. And at the end of the day, that's just you know that's mm-hmm. your family and your safety and your and your dreams and and your passions and what you're pursuing uh, yeah. is part of that happiness too. So finding yeah. find like there are some sacrifices, and it sounds like you know some mm-hmm. big ones, but some outweighed the others for you. And he was right. He successfully has started a whole niche and business that didn't even exist here before oh wow so, you know like it's it hasn't been easy and he's working on this huge docu-series but like there's community support and everyone loves him and everyone's proud of him and and it's pretty cool and inspiring to see that um uh happening to to my my friend like you yeah. know he, he was passionate about something and and believed in it so much maybe other people didn't see it yeah but they see it now. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, cool. he is just running his butt off. Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> you course. know. And yeah. they're opening a new studio, and 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 they got oh, funding, wow. and like it's crazy. It's just so great, and it can happen. It's not easy, but like, look, like you totally shifted your whole career, and now, yeah, you're an established artist working um, creatively in LA, and that's pretty <laughs> darn cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, not easy. 
<laughs> not easy, but it's cool. Yeah. It's, but pretty fucking cool. Yeah. 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 Not everyone can say like, yes, I am and am doing this with my career and, and not say again, doesn't come with challenges, uh, but it's, it takes a lot of bravery. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's not like that was your only option, right? You chose this. Yes. Yeah. Well, you chose kind of in the throes of motherhood. <laughs> oh, so many times when I was living in Chile, I like hear or watch a movie or whatever about like great women who do, did like what they want and they like realized themselves and it was really difficult or whatever challenging, but they did it. And I was like, oh, maybe not on purpose, but I think that I'm, I never thought that I will be able to do what I'm doing now, you know, mm. like uh, showing my art, like earning some grants, uh, having art residencies, residencies where to work, like, um, and raising a kid at the same time by, with my partner, by yourself. So it's been a challenge, but I, I mean, I, I know that we have to be proud about, about what we are doing, like. Mm -hmm. not, not everyone will maybe do the same like mm -hmm. yeah. no it's pretty beautiful and and I just applaud you for for following your dreams I know when you see it in a movie you're like they make that look so easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I'm just la -di -da in my studio look how pretty this is and then magically it just pops onto yeah. the wall <laughs> and then this collector walks up and they're like oh yes i will give you thirty thousand dollars okay bye thank you yeah yeah exactly. just like that just like yeah. that that's how it happens i wish it were that easy <laughs> <laughs> but it's <been> amazing <laughs> yeah no it is and and i love your process and again how unique it is and it just I think it's says something about your personality and it's just, it's been such a pleasure to meet with you and get to know you better. I think it takes a lot of bravery, first of all, to be decide that I'm going to pursue my creative career when society has told me that that isn't a thing. Basically. Yeah. Especially if you are a woman and a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't fit here. <clears throat> Goodbye. Yeah. 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 And and there's so many of us were like, actually, hi, we do. So move out of the fucking way. Yes, exactly. We're just not going to take no for an answer. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And oh, that's my son. Your butt is done. It looks no, it's not. You need to go try again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a perfect wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super quiet there. Yeah, Teddy's napping. I would never be able to do any of this unless he was sleeping. Yeah. He's two. So it's like two-year-olds are another level of fun. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So no, he's napping and Finn usually has quiet time and he's pretty independent when it comes to quiet time so like Gus used to be in here with me yeah creating stuff that's how we did that 44 piece series mm -hmm. Gus was two to three we made a 44 piece series together so he was just really into it and and Finn was just born and sleeping so yeah that looks good now 
Okay, gang, thank you so much, friends, uh, for joining us today. It was so beautiful to have you. And on that note, I would like to hear more from you. Um, you are welcome to join our Color Me Happy community and share or comment or just join and observe. Um, we will hold, hold space for you uh, to be a part of it. Or um, you can join the sketchbook project, which has blown up so big, way bigger than I expected. And it's been really cool to see uh, tiny artists and professional artists and everyone under the sun just connect to their creativity. I also have some big news. Um, my book, I finished the audio. Yay. So the next steps are crazy challenging, um, with Amazon, etc. And of course, uh, everything's heading, going to head to layout and editing and uploading and all that fun, fun stuff. The fun stuff you don't think about very much when you decide to write a book. <laughs> Um, but it's been pretty cool. It's, it's a learning curve. And of course, when you decide to do anything you haven't done before, it's scary and, and harder than you think it's going to be. But I know that it is more important than that because it's going to touch some people's lives and I hope it can help others. And, um, it was so therapeutic for myself and it got me through uh, some really challenging times in my own life. Um, it's called Color Me Happy. See your everyday ordinary is extraordinary. And um, it's kind of a little bit like the podcast, but more organized. <laughs> Thoughts more organized. Uh, yeah. Oh, my editor's so funny. She's like, I googled how Canadians speak and spell and I just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> um... So cool. I'll keep you posted on that soon. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, Red Bicycle Communications, as well as Nouveau Laser Anesthetic Center. We'll talk to you all soon, friends, and um, thank you again for your time.